Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. It's time now for something positive. We might be headed to the promised land. Of speaking the truth and finding our external liberty once we internally liberate ourselves. Problem can only be solved when there is a kind of coalition of conscience. Conscience. Because that is how it works. This is the beginning, it is not the finale, and that's why we're here, and that's why we rally, 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 rally. We've got to be that creative minority, creative minority, creative minority. Find a way to get in the way. I got in trouble, it was good trouble, it was necessary trouble. Frankly, I know we've got to do something. Welcome back. <laughs> Yo. Yo. That's my favorite thing because the second episode always starts with a laugh because it's just so funny to just keep telling. <laughs> like, what the fuck's so funny? What what joke were they telling? Right. right. That's so funny. So I watched on Hulu this, this show called China from Above. I don't know if anybody's seen it, but it's a documentary on the advancements that China is making. <laughs> oh, damn. And, you know, they're, they're, they're just throwing billions into everything. You know, they have solar panel buildings now. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to revolutionize the industry that I thought America was going to have on green technology. But they're already creating solar panel buildings. But they're always, a, always way ahead of us. You know what I mean? I you, think they weren't always, but they are now, aren't they? Yeah. 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 They've got, yeah, their solar technology is ahead of ours. Their, um, <clears throat> their Wind. hypersonic missile technology is ahead Nuclear. of us. But just all this uh, clean energy, they're trying to corner the market on it. And I think they're going to successfully do it. I mean, India is oh. giving them a run for their money as well. Good. But, um, this is one of those areas where, you know, we're kind of, you know, we we're allowing the fossil fuel industry to essentially be the last horse and buggy salesman in America. Um, yep. And in, in the United Emirates, like those two places. Yep. Yeah. And even the um, Emirates is moving towards green technologies, you know? Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's going to be, you know, if, if we don't, if companies don't invest in, um, renewable technologies, honestly, like the country, our country is going to fall behind on it. There was no reason why, you know, Detroit shouldn't have turned into, you know, the electric motor city from the motor city. And there's no reason why we shouldn't be producing solar panels at a rate, you know, that is just absolutely astronomical. There's no reason why our technology should be behind China's like they're beating us with their supercomputer yeah. It just it's there is there's no good reason other than I would the argument I would make is that both parties have allowed this to persist. Do you think it's a political thing or a capitalism oh, absolutely. thing? 
No, I think it's a political thing. Mm-hmm. And, and the only reason I say that is because in capitalism, the market is allowed to correct for itself, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, when you're giving a bunch of people that work in the fossil fuel industry all of these tax breaks because you're a politician and they donate to your campaign, what encouragement is there for none. them to redirect their money into newer technologies? Absolutely none. Yeah, they're not going to make any money. Then nobody's going to make any money. Those people aren't going to make those that kind of money that they're making with uh, the primitive technology. You know, that sucks. Yeah. But that do you sucks. think? So do you think because China has one leader, it's easier for them to pivot and do these moves where we can't? Uh, I would say that China's got two distinct advantages. Well, three distinct advantages that we don't have. Um, and it does nothing to do with leadership necessarily. Number okay. one, China has a ton of resources because they are a large country. Number two, I would argue that China has advanced the way that it has because of forced technology transfers from American companies and, and, other, and other countries. Yep. And number three, um, I would argue that slave labor um, has been a deciding factor in their ability to make production at the levels that they are possible period end of story and also no limits on their um pollution for a long time they didn't for a very long time right they're covered in smog right now so they didn't have the regulations they didn't have the employee protections like the unions so they yeah i can see that so what i'm trying to get at is even if donald trump came back into power became a king it wouldn't change it wouldn't change that because nope. he doesn't have the slave labor. He doesn't have the all of that stuff you just mentioned. No, China will have all of this technology in place to be able to produce and corner the market because mm-hmm. we have discouraged uh, American innovation, research and development and production because of our willingness to lay in bed with the industries that we're giving tax breaks to period end of story. And basically what it boils down to is, is something that I've talked about with you multiple times is, is that the only way to truly incentivize these companies is, is flat out, tell them this is what your tax rate is. Anything that you do in terms of research and development production and uh, you know, innovation will all be tax free in order to get ourselves caught up in the market with China. That's the only way that it's going to work. You know, China is about the same size as the United States, mm-hmm. not population wise, but just geographically. I always thought China was more like the size of Russia, you know? So in mentally, it changed my, like, I always thought they have so much land, so many resources and so much slave labor. Of course, they're going to be able to mine this stuff, but they just have the same amount of room as us. And they're doing all this <laughs> extra stuff, you know, same amount of room, three, you know, three times the people. Right, yeah. but we're taller, right? By by just <laughs> by by feet, we're taller. Shouldn't we be able to do more higher up? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing that stack each other on top of each other, man. That's how it works. That's how I do uh, it. The only do you thing think that... any of this? Do you think any of this is propaganda, though, Jeffrey? Like, oh, I'm, I guarantee China you, putting that on half their of it best. Is. Yeah. Oh, I guarantee you, half of it is propaganda. There's no question about that. It's kind of like how China has been. Like, oh yeah, no, we've only had like sixty thousand deaths from COVID. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, I guess if we're going to play with those numbers, we've had like three. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm sorry. It's it's bullshit. I don't believe it for a second. I don't believe it. I don't believe anything most governments say. Mm-hmm. And and I really don't believe what China says. Period. End of story. Right. Exactly. So I mean, yeah, it's prop. There's a lot of propaganda bullshit in there. But the other reality is, is, is that because of forced technology transfers, because they have the willingness to use slave labor to stand up these new plants and mm-hmm. create this production, they are cornering the market. And I will say this: it's going to be cheap crap, and, and but it's better than what we have, which is no crap. <laughs> so right. yeah. I don't think they've faced two things. I think they haven't faced yet. And that is trying to maintain and upkeep this infrastructure that has exploded in the last 40 years, 50 years. And they've never dealt with climate effects like we have. And I think soon typhoons or hurricanes or devastating weather events and maintenance on an aging infrastructure is going to hit them like it hit us you know <laughs> how much how much money can they 
dump into research development and maintenance. It seems like a lot. We couldn't do it. How are they going to do it? You know, gunpoint. So I don't know. Watch them. That's fail. the gunpoint is literally the answer. I mean, yeah. you know, you do what the Chinese government tells you to, or, you know, if you don't disappear, your family does. Yeah. Right. right. But if you put all your eggs into an advanced electric transforming system, and then that system is hit by a devastating weather event, you know, that's that what did three thirty trillion thirty billion dollars for this new uh high high level electric system. If that fails, you have to rebuild it. You're just devastated. I don't I just don't know I don't know how long they can keep doing that. Because we couldn't do it after no. Katrina. Katrina broke us, and that was the first of the weather storms that hit right. us. Right. Well, you know? and, I mean, what it, what Katrina showed us is is that we weren't taking the care of our our infrastructure systems the way that we should have been. Right. And then we doubled down on that for another fifteen years, saying, "Yeah, fuck it, we'll get to it later." Mm-hmm. And, and, and then have... you get Texas and its issues, and you get and California and California in its issues, and multiple other places. And what mm-hmm. it boils down to is, is that if you don't fix the infrastructure issues at hand now, yeah. it's going to be even worse later. And people are going to sit down and they're going to scream, "Oh, well, of course, you know, it's this, that, and the other." And it's like, well, it's it's one of those things that, like we call confounding variables. <clears throat> Are the weather are the weather systems getting stronger and worse? Yes, mm-hmm. but you want to know what else is getting worse? Our infrastructure. So it doesn't really take as much storm to knock out our infrastructure as as it does. It's just that now that the storms are getting stronger and we've had an additional fifteen years on already beaten up infrastructure, the losses are getting worse simply because you haven't done anything to improve the system. So, so what's the answer? I mean, do you think that the wind power or going with the natural things like you know them wind farms or dams increasing the dam situations and and causing that whole fiasco so so i mean what it boils down to is is something that i've talked about a lot and that's energy diversification you know if you lay in bed with one industry and that industry goes down you're fucked but if you use multiple different industries to power your systems, then you're going to be fine. And what it boils down to is, is that I think the answer lies in wind. I think it lies in solar. But I think that people have to have the uncomfortable conversation that I also think, it, uh, at least in the short term, nuclear also needs to be an answer. Yeah. I say that because there are new systems out there. We're not talking like the old GE systems like Fukushima or the Russian systems like Chernobyl. We're talking about brand new systems that have been designed in the last 10 years that have far more safety features, that have far more uh, in uh, technology and oversight into them and don't use explosive fizzle materials like uranium. <laughs> you know, thorium... <laughs> Thorium is actually one of, is is actually the most common radioactive element on the planet, and China is already starting to stand up thorium breeder reactors as part of their demand system. Why? Because thorium breeder reactors can actually take nuclear waste down to damn near nothing, if damn. not nothing, and it's a lot safer. It has a lot more safety precautions in it than our old systems do, than our old GE systems do. Like. You know, it has better safety and control than things like Three Mile Island, for example. You know, the reality is, is that our nuclear systems, much like the rest of our infrastructure, have aged out and we're not doing anything to replace those systems. So guess what? When something does fuck up or something, a storm does hit it. Yeah, of course, it's going to be bad. Why? Because you're not doing anything to upgrade the system and fix it. It's kind of like. If you have a piece of shit car that keeps breaking down and you don't actually fix it, well, the next time you actually have a major problem, it's a lot bigger and you're going to sit down and bitch and moan about it, but you never did any of the work to keep it up to begin with. Mm -hmm. So honestly, I think between wind, I think uh, solar and nuclear, because you will have two renewable sources and then you'll have an on-demand source. And the reality is, is that nuclear is still the most efficient power source out there beyond fossil fuels, beyond wind and solar at this point. And I say at this point, because 
Science is a beautiful thing, and it allows us to figure out how to gain efficiencies. Solar cells keep getting more and more efficient. I want to say that the newest solar cells range anywhere between 28 and 40%. It's becoming one of the more efficient systems out there. Nuclear is still the most efficient system out there, with our current systems ranging at about 65% efficient. But with the thorium systems, I've seen anywhere from 70 to 95% efficient. Damn, that's good numbers. I just wish that people, and so people can't capitalize off of that, can't make money, so they're not going that route. Oh, I think that there's absolutely a way to capitalize off of nuclear because guess what? You're gonna as as you see a shift in the demand of to electric vehicles, you still have to have that on-demand source that's going to power your vehicles, and your demand is simply going to be at the quote-unquote pump. You know, we're used to paying how many ever how much ever money to gas our vehicles up, that demand is still going to exist at the electric pump. Mm-hmm. Now, technologies need to improve so that way you can get more charge on your vehicles faster. Battery systems need to improve so that way you can keep, get more kilowatt hours into your systems. But the reality is, is, is that that on-demand system is going to be necessary. There is going to be a market for it. And as companies like Ford and Chevrolet start to put out their electric systems, their large electric systems, you know, their, their, their sedans, their, their pickup trucks. I mean, Toyota's got their iForce system that's going to be coming out at the end of the year that they're already releasing the specs on. As you get more electric demand, you're going to have more demand for those on-demand energy systems like nuclear. The issue is not that there isn't a market for it. The issue is is that it's so, everybody doesn't want it in their backyard. That's the answer. Because they've seen seen Fukushima. They've seen Three Mile Island. They've seen Chernobyl. And that's what everybody thinks of when they think of nuclear. And I would say if you were looking at building the same type of reactor system, absolutely. I can understand why you would think that and feel that. Those Those systems were literally designed in the 50s yeah right and the 2010s yeah and we're still using them and yes yeah. and still using them i know we got hanford over in yandy on the eastern washington and they even had a situation happen to them and they got shut down you remember yeah. that so yeah. it's time yeah. to upgrade <laughs> it's time to do it better and and honestly like the fact of the matter is is that i feel that this is something where, you know, when it came to the infrastructure bill, Republicans failed in getting nuclear to be part of the on-demand system, to be part of really the quote-unquote clean energy system. Because despite what people may feel about nuclear, it is still the best producing non-carbon emitting energy source out there. Well, Damn. you know, I want to just say really quick, because you touched on that. And I, I sent a tweet to Lisa Murkowski about this. I told her that if she got nine other Republicans to actually do their jobs and work and and talk and compromise, she would have the power that Joe Manchin has right now. Like, I don't understand why Republicans, 10 of them, aren't coming out of the shadows to work for progress to have the power because <laughs> we're negotiating amongst ourselves. We're at the lowest point, 1.75. This is where the Republicans are supposed to come in and negotiate it down even further. <laughs> and you're giving a Democrat all the power. So I just, I don't, I don't understand being not part of the process. I, you know, and, and I, I, I don't get it either, especially, especially when this would be, you know, their chance to, um, yeah, make a difference. Uh, to, I wouldn't even necessarily say that because, well, Republicans, but I would say more, I would say more, more like their chance to, their, their chance to include things that would allow the companies that they represent to shift towards what it is that the market is shifting towards and in an easier way. Yeah. It's it's funny, you know, like, uh, Kirsten Cinema said, I don't want to raise taxes on the rich, which I kind of understand on corporations. That's what's driving our economy right now. And she's the one that's saying it. 
And Democrats were like, wow, we found another way to pay for it. Well, duh, maybe that should have been a Republican that said that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you could be a part of the process and shape it, or you can just obstruct it and then get mad at Democrats. Democrats have always spent way too much because they had daddy there, daddy Republican, to go, uh-uh, let's, let's make this financially feasible. And the other way around, you know, Republicans come up with an idea and Democrats are like, here, spend a little more and you could get this. And it's a great comp. It's a great relationship, but it seems like one side just tuned out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like the parents are separated. Dad's in his apartment and mom's ruling the house now. Kind of sucks. And I'm going to take this opportunity to say that the Democrats have proven once and for all, well, I would say, I, would, I shouldn't say once and for all, but Democrats are the best way that Republicans get elected because, mm -hmm. I mean, you look at this, we're nine months in and it's been such a shit show from the Democrats that it honestly, I'm not going to be surprised if the Republicans retake the House in 2022 mm -hmm. because the Democrats haven't gotten anything done. Literally, they've had the infrastructure bill done and they could have passed that. Oh, yeah, the, the smaller one, right? The bipartisan yeah, the, thing. The bipartisan. Yeah. And and guess what? That would have been a huge win for Democrats mm -hmm. and Republicans, yes, but mostly for Democrats because they would have shown that they would have actually gotten something done that people actually cared about. Yeah. Infrastructure is usually one of those things where you don't exactly see a whole lot of bipartisan uh, disagreement because right. you know, everybody's got infrastructure. Everybody needs that money. Mm -hmm. But the fact of the matter is, is, is that if the Democrats don't get this infrastructure bill passed by the time 2022 rolls around, mm -hmm. what's going to happen is, is that it's going to open up the Republicans to do their own infrastructure bill. That's going to look a lot different than what the, what the Democrats want. Right. And it's not going to include any of the, any of the things that they want to do. So the Democrats bill isn't going to, it started out at 6.8 trillion with, with uh, Bernie somehow it got nailed down to 3.5 to try and get republican support now it's at 1.75 trillion just to get joe manson's support and it's going to be negotiated down from there because the republicans haven't even gotten involved yet like democrats are shooting themselves in the foot for no reason like it's it's they, what what do republicans even have to do the number keeps going down without their involvement you know Oh, absolutely. Basically, and, and that's the funny thing about Democrats is because Joe Manchin did the whole, well, you know, I could become an independent if that would help the Democrats out in the Democrats. Right. All went, no, 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 no. Please don't do that. Please. Yeah. please well, please, if please, I'm please. an embarrassment to you, I might as well leave the party. Yeah, maybe you should, bro. <laughs> <laughs> not that Joe Manchin was ever, a, not that Joe Manchin was ever a good Democrat. Right. No, Which, I whatever. Which, I left whatever. the Democrats. I'm a, I'm an independent now. I don't see why he shouldn't. Why would you be forced to have an idea and pay a percentage of what you get in donations to a party that doesn't represent you? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't think, I don't understand why anybody's Republican or Democrat anymore. I want the ability to think what I want to think. And that's an independent. Mm -hmm. I, and I, you know, and I like being somewhere in the middle, just with less government involvement. Mm -hmm. <laughs> same yeah. i agree with that 100 percent. right get those like, people out of there like, get out the of government i mean you look at it the government has proven time and time again they're most of the things that they do they're highly inefficient at i mean we were even debbie and i were even just talking about this locally you know you know adam you probably have seen this as, as much as i have but when you look at the homeless population around here how much money has our local government collected in terms of of tax money to be able to solve the homeless crisis and what have they done they built Nothing. 30 they built 30 tiny homes and bought a lot <laughs> that is just absolutely ridiculous they just pile them up and i still see them on the side of the road they're big old big fires mm -hmm. big 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 encampments uh you know throwing shit at, at dot trucks throwing throwing shit mm -hmm. at people uh harassing them uh it, it just it there's nothing solved there's no situation that's been solved and and, and, and even yeah. even for debbie and i like earlier this week there are literally people sitting outside of the shelter we were having a conversation with them because we you know we were you're like oh you know somebody reached mm -hmm. out saying they were desperate to eat so we were like you know we stocked up on some stuff for the pandemic things have normalized. So we're going to take some of those things that, you know, we're going to be able to donate and, you know, let, you know, somebody's going to get to eat tonight. 
right. we're talking with them. You know, they live outside of a they're they're outside of a shelter that supposedly is getting money, and somehow these people are only able to eat once a day, Damn. despite all of the tax money that's been collected. What the mm. fuck is even happening? What, yeah, that's, that's what ridiculous. I want to know. Like the American can't. We all think homelessness is this like cancer that's across the land. It's five hundred and fifty thousand people a year. Out of 350 million, if 350 million people can't help 550,000, there's a problem. There's well, a problem. If, if you're, I would say if your government says that they're going to take tax money to help solve homeless issues, mm-hmm. such as, you know, basic things like food and shelter, but you've got, they're not even fucking, you know, they patted themselves on the back when they built 30 tiny homes and bought a lot. And right. yet somehow we have numerous vacant buildings that could be used as mm-hmm. shelter places. And you have people sitting outside of shelters that are still saying they only get to eat once a day. And, I don't want and some of the people in my neighborhood. And that's yeah. what, a, and that's what it boils down to. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to shuffle it away. Mm-hmm. And when you shuffle it away, you still don't deal with any of the other problems like people yeah, right. needing to fucking eat yeah. or work or have pride in their existence. Well, and and like, you know, for example, like, like we've talked about, even if you wanted, even if you were homeless and you wanted to go to work, what's the first thing you have to have when you apply for a job? Phone number, address, email. And what do you, what don't you have if you're homeless? None of that. Address, email. So how in the hell is somebody (laughs) supposed to go to work if they don't have an address? Mm -hmm. How? I mean, we don't even have a system set up so that way somebody could, you know, even if they're still living out of their vehicle, you know, we don't have a way for them to actually just be like, here is my address. This is where I come to collect my mail. Right. You know, even places like, you know, Utah, like I've talked about before, they found out that housing the homeless was cheaper than running them through the justice system multiple Mm -hmm. times. Mm -hmm. In New Mexico, what they've done is, is that instead of hiring people uh, in order to be all these low paid city workers to do different things like clean up garbage and all that, they paid homeless people to do that and let them build themselves up. And in Chicago, they just give us all illegal guns and let us shoot each other. (laughs) Well, I mean, Chicago's always gone its own way. (laughs) In Florida, we give them the forest and let them just build encampments there away from everyone. You mean kind of like Brian Laundry? I mean, oops. Yep. Yeah, Olympia. They just let they let the the, the homeless run free, and <laughs> there's orgies and Priuses and all sorts of weird shit. Right? <laughs> orgies and Priuses. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, it's it, yeah. no, there's no problems getting solved. It's all being shoved onto somebody else. You know, well, mm-hmm. the city of Olympia wants to shove it off to to the county. The county wants to shove it off to DOT. DOT is like, this has got to start at the lowest level possible. How can we just pushing the problem around? You guys are taking money. You guys are. Yeah not fixing anything what's the deal and who's going to hold them accountable all you need is an office with one person a computer and a phone so that a homeless person can come in and say i lost my job this is what i did okay click click here's a place you can go apply next (laughs) (laughs) we have that with remedy or manpower or we have to solve it at that level we have to get the families out of being homeless by stopping what caused them to be homeless as a family the veterans we need to help them as the veterans and then you get to the chronic homeless and you go okay let's house and help them you know what i mean but twenty-one thousand homeless people but five thousand of them chronic leaves what sixteen thousand that have a reason to their homelessness that you can fix that you can address right yeah and, you know, and what it boils down to is, is that, you know, the government has proven to me that they'll, they're more than willing to take the money to then go, okay, yeah, you guys can deal with that problem. We're going to take this money. We're going to use it somewhere else. And that's bullshit. Yeah, like right. if, if, if the money that I'm paying is going to go to somebody to not do anything, I would rather have my money back and actually donate it to somebody who will do something. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Everyone agrees that. When I explain it to what, what's your podcast about? And I say, look, the government takes a hundred dollars from you, but then gives you two back. Like, do you think that's fair? Or do you think that maybe you should give that 75 of that to your local community 
and keep 25 and they start getting it. They start understanding why we're podcasting. It's mm-hmm. government is dysfunctional and you either have to hold them accountable or have a private industry battle through competition to improve things. It's one of those two ways in America, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if we have those private companies giving money to the politicians so they don't have to kind of have that competition and politicians don't have to be held accountable because they're getting money, then everything's fucked up and we're out of the process. Man, can you imagine having a job where you get paid a bunch of money to not do jack shit? Yeah, Yeah. I'm going to run for Congress. Damn, hell yeah, there you go. The ultimate get paid to do nothing. Yeah, well, I'm gonna. And Matt Gates is under indictment. Nobody else is running. So I Wait, has he actually been indicted yet? Well, I don't know. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't know if he's been indicted yet. I know that they brought in two top level prosecutors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this ought this ought to be, be interesting. I'm just gonna <laughs> walk around Pensacola going, "Send me to Congress, and I'll get the money back you gave them." <laughs> what if what if what if the pedophiles weren't the pedophiles that we were told but just the pedophiles that we met along the way picture of mm. matt gates yep. Yep. i mean if the dude was literally taking underage girls across state lines to doink them i mean i hate to tell the republicans this but you know that that picture of the you looking you know you looking tough to find the pedophiles, but you're harboring mm. one. Yeah. Oh, mm. bad. And luck. bad news for America. That's every Florida man. Like yeah. you, we, here, we destroy girls by the age of thirteen. They're broken. Like they're abused. They're destroyed. So we have to find younger and younger women here that aren't already cynical. And that's where Matt Gates comes in. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, it's a horrible, disgusting state. Like you can just step backwards three feet from or three steps from somebody and shoot them. <laughs> God damn. It's just a crazy place. So, yeah, I want to I want to run for Congress. Yeah. Maybe I'll have Adam inter- interview me for that. But I'm there just my Done. my platform is gonna be I don't care about Biden. I don't care about Trump. I care about the money you gave the government that I'm gonna get back for you. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's 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 the chant? Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> I don't care. Have you, that seen, that? Have you seen that one? No. Uh-huh. What's that all about? So at one of the NAS at one of the NASCAR races, uh, some guy won, and uh, his name was Brandon. I forget who the the NASCAR racer was, but the crowd uh, decided that would be the opportune time to start an entire chant yelling "fuck Joe Biden," but the person <laughs> who was interviewing the winner of 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 the race uh did the worst cover-up job of all time and she's like oh yeah and you can hear the crowd they're all they're all uh screaming let's go brandon <laughs> oh my god wow the worst cover-up of all time so now you just see a bunch of people that their rally cry is let's go brandon <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what the heck that deal is with that. Because, like, I was listening to that. Yeah, we were at the football game yesterday, and we're hearing people say that. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Who's Brandon? Brandon? Who's Brandon? So that's the that's the undercover way of saying fuck you, Biden. Fuck Joe Biden. <laughs> look, look, Donald Trump or Joe Biden wouldn't look as bad if we didn't expect them to be the answer to everything. They're not the answer to everything. Like. At some point, we got to take responsibility for our own yards and our own neighbors and our own yeah. communities and our yep. own little cities. We can't ask Joe Biden to fix a pothole. <laughs> Don't yeah, get mad yeah. when he doesn't. <laughs> you, can't, you, can't expect, you can't expect Trump or Biden to fix your local policing issues. That's right. You, you know, you neither, of them them have, neither of them have any, any power in that. Now, granted, yes, both of them have had, both of them had power to do some things that were mm-hmm. pretty fucking sh- stupid and shady. And I, I got to 
keep hammering on Democrats and Biden for saying, and millionaires and billionaires will pay for it. <laughs> I love that. And while, Mexico, while millionaires will pay for it. <laughs> yeah, it literally, literally it's the Democrats version of, and Mexico will pay for it. Oh, it has yeah. literally been that. And, look, and millionaires will, and billionaires will pay for it. Meanwhile, the plan that they rolled out was actually to look at all transactions, all accounts uh -huh. that had $600 in transactions. I'm like, yeah. When the fuck has six hundred dollars made somebody a millionaire or billionaire? Right. Wow. Fuck. Yeah. But there's you a know? new there's a new chant now that I noticed. I I mentioned it on Twitter and then I started seeing it, and the military will pay for it. <laughs> like, oh. we're, not at, we're not at war. They have trillions of dollar in a budget. They won't mind missing six hundred six six point eight billion a year. You know. So. The military it's, it's always going to be somebody else that pays for it but in the end it's always going to be us yeah, it doesn't oh, matter where you shift the money to it's going to come out of our pockets uh -huh. <laughs> 100%. so what, so the idea whether that it's a wall or not mm -hmm. right and so the idea that you know anybody is going to pay for it has just been fucking hysterical and the fact that you know when you the moment you started sitting down saying and millionaires and billionaires will pay for it and then somehow we end up getting this, you know, and we're going to look at $600 bank accounts. Are mm -hmm. you fucking high? It was, it was no different. It was no different than when Trump said, and Mexico will pay for it. And then slapped a bunch of tariffs on Mexico and raised prices on all of us. No, Mexico didn't pay for shit. It was us that paid for it through higher grocery prices, through higher prices of goods. This is going to be no different in that, you know, every account that's got $600 in it, fuck that, you know, think about it this way. You know, if all three of us wanted to go to a concert and Jason bought us concert tickets and it worked out to be $600, Jason's going to get taxed on that when we pay him back. Yeah. And uh, it's over the course of a year. So you could have a hundred grand in your account, but if at the end of the year you have an increase of $600, they're going to look at it. So yeah, you could give me $600. I could spend $600. They wouldn't look at my account because there wasn't more than 600 in there. But at the end, if there's more than that's, what That's what the newest was, version is. The version was whether it was any account that had $600 go through it. That was the original wow. version. Wow. So it didn't matter. Right. But now they're now they're raising that to ten thousand supposedly. Now it, they keep going back and forth between you know ten thousand and six hundred, mm -hmm. and it's it's let me tell you it's bullshit. It is absolutely bullshit, bullshit because it can used it can be used against us just as well as it can be used for us. You can mm -hmm. tell me you're using it to catch millionaires, but they're going to tell millionaires they're using it to catch me. Yeah. Yeah. And there's yeah. no long range thought to these policies they're making. Like, oh, hell no. Everybody's, everybody says, why doesn't anybody support Build Back Better? Well, bitch, there's no, there's no text. There's no law. There's nothing written that I can look at and approve of. <laughs> like I looked for the Build Back Better plan and all I could find was Joe Biden's original uh, campaign wishes. There's no other version of that bill that I can read and support, but they're just like, support us. Here's what's in it. Maybe kind of trust us, <laughs> and they want support for that. Meanwhile, the one thing that they actually have done, they're like, "No, nah, we're not going to do this until we get our reconciliation." It's like, right? Well, at the rate that you're going, you're going to get neither, and you're going to look real fucking dumb. Ooh. And guess what's going to happen? Republicans yeah. are going to get elected because people get mm -hmm. tired of their government doing jack shit. Right. Unless you're a libertarian, and then you're like, "Look, you guys haven't gotten anything done, and it hasn't cost me any money." Fantastic. You know what that means? The last thing Biden did for us was say, we're going to get you $2,000 and then gave us $1,400 and said, Trump gave you 600. <laughs> That's oh. the last thing he did for us was lie yep. to us and give us less than he said he was going to give us. Yep. Damn. When you think about it, right? Isn't yep. that sad? Yeah. Yeah, like, that's you piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, and that and that Republicans aren't part of the process. They just want to watch this fail. I just want I want everybody to realize that Democrats are failing trying. Republicans are failing not trying, but the failure affects us, you and me. <laughs> like, yeah. When they don't do something, it punishes us, not Democrats. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> And, you know, these guys get paid to do nothing. And that's what bugs me.
And I don't understand how somebody elects somebody for Senate in Arkansas. And that guy from Arkansas says, I'm just going to look through the butt cheeks of a guy from Kentucky. Like, I don't get that. (laughs) Be a leader, you know, like, I don't care who you are. If you're a Senator, you have the same power as any other Senator. You don't have to stand behind Mitch McConnell's neck waddle. You know what I mean? Be your own fucking person. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. You guys are great. Hey, Jeffrey, have you ever heard of the China Initiative? Um, I've heard of a lot of different things, but what what are you what are you thinking of in terms of China Initiative? Uh, the China Initiative is something created by the DOJ to catch um, Chinese espionage. Mm. But I've heard a little. I, I know a little bit about that. Um, AAPI people are getting caught in it. Yes. So, um, yeah, like Ted Liu had been mentioning how Asian descent people are getting roped into this and detained, although they're innocent. But I was reading through the DOG, DOJ examples. Holy cow. There is hundreds of Chinese um, sympathizers just doing that mm-hmm. force transfer technology thing you're talking about in all sorts mm-hmm. of ways, from like nuclear triggers to just to just um college research yep yep i know i i i'm familiar with some of it um like like for example the 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 college research side that i'm actually a little bit familiar with and what it boils down to is is the funny thing is is that everybody goes oh we got to be looking for people who look like they're chinese and doing this (laughs) meanwhile it's been a bunch of white people that have been getting busted for fucking Mm -hmm. stuff to the chinese and it's and you know everyone Cause I want to say that we just had a case. Was it last week where someone got busted for selling nuclear stuff to the Chinese and he's a white right. dude. Good damn. Right. Yeah. A white dude was trying, a white lady was trying to sell Nancy Pelosi's computer to the Russians. Yep. <laughs> oh. So, so, I mean, the reality is, is that, you know, some of these fucking crazy things, you know, people go, oh yeah, no, it's totally like we did this with the Japanese back in world war two is, is that uh-huh. oh, all these Japanese, uh, you know, descendants have to be doing stuff for the Japanese. Meanwhile, if there was anybody doing anything, it wasn't them. And we've seen this with the Russians and uh, the, the Germans, Soviets. Yeah. We've seen this with the, with the Germans. We've seen this with, uh, you know, we've seen this with the Chinese, it, it you know people are opportunists what was it robert hansen was you know the guy who was selling soviet you know secrets to the soviets for decades and then they finally busted him in like 2001 holy cow we have an episode of that on public access america his interview holy shit <laughs> <laughs> but so, you never hear about america getting the stuff we're getting right oh yeah no you don't hear about that from us it's it, it's a back and forth game because we're, we're, we're the good guys we don't steal things we just invent them. Mm. Right? Mm. Right? Mm. We're the good guys, right? Tell me we're the good guys. Are we? Please. Uh, coughs in, <laughs> in uh, coughs nervously in, in Nazi German rocket technology. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. That's got to suck. It's got to burn yeah. in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh. Man, coyote, coyote ugly politics here. Oh, it's, it's all bullshit. It, that's the yeah. thing about politics is it's, is it's about 95% bullshit, like just posturing <clears> virtue <throat> signaling and, mm-hmm. and the other 5% is just straight up, not fucking doing anything worthwhile. Yeah. yeah. You know, oh, yeah. that's, and that's, we see this time and again on the left and the right, they put up a big fucking fuss in a fight in the moment that they leave office, all of a sudden they're doing different things. We saw that with john boehner for example Mm -hmm. we're not going to do this we're not going to do that the moment he quits all of a sudden he's talking about all these republican shitheads being shitheads it's like dude you were one of those fucking shitheads and now he's an investor in weed like and yeah against weed the whole time yeah and it's like your fucking your fucking position is for sale and i say that because you know while the republicans are hypocrites about it the democrats are hypocrites about it too you know you've got a bunch of democrats that are going oh there is absolutely no way on you know that we will allow abortion to be illegal meanwhile you know after they leave office they're talking about how heinous abortion is and this that and the other and it's like your position is for sale They've had 50 years to create an amendment to the Constitution that fits abortion. Why wasn't it ready? Why didn't they present that the minute Texas did their law? 
because they don't have a policy because it's something they use to, to campaign on. Yep. Not something they want to resolve. Absolutely. And they're using Democrats and Republicans are using women just to collect donations. And oh, absolutely. They're, they're each a stop to each other. Like they're supposed to stop each other from making progress. Democrats use Republican majorities to say, look what we tried, you know? And um, Republicans are the same way. We wanted to, but the Democrats just stopped us, you know? Yep. That's the way politics works. I think an infusion of independence might help that, you know, uh, I'm hey, hopefully of- bring the country together because I mean, it seems like both parties are trying to just divide us racially, you know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But they're all going to kick us out into one group that's called independent. Like, and we're just going to start running that way. And I don't, I like that. I don't have to, when I run for an election, I don't have to give a party 25 to 50% of my donation income. I don't even have to ask for donations. You know, mm-hmm. all I need to do is have a podcast and a, and a Twitter profile and I can run for any, anything I want. Yeah. <laughs> Vote for <Yeah>. Jason. <laughs> yeah. Jeff, Jeffrey said it, the, per, the candidate that learns how to use social media in a responsible and honest way is going to get their votes. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. When the, the politician <laughs> who figures out how to use social media to outreach to their constituents the best, yeah. they're going to get the votes. Period. End yeah. of story. When people finally realize that they don't have to sit down and do all of this fucking you know cheerleader bullshit and walk right. all of these lines, and they actually get to meet the person and and ask questions and learn what their position mm-hmm. is. You know, there's going to be people out there that go like, okay, I might not necessarily agree with you on that one, but on about 95% of other things, yeah, you're, you're right up my alley. Oh, mm. and what's this? You don't have a D or an R next to your name? Hmm. Okay. I'll listen. I wonder what he's about, right? You don't presume that he's a liberal, gun-hating, abortion-loving Democrat when he's got an I next to his name. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I like that. And Evan McMullen's running against Mike Lee in Utah. I'm going to use that as an example to see like a litmus test. I mean, we have these contests like in Virginia where Democrats and Republicans are saying, this is the future, you know, no, it isn't. It's just a governorship in Virginia. You know what I mean? Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Stop it. You're just trying to raise money. Joe Biden's going there. Like they think money equals a vote. And that's a real issue in America. You know what I mean? Huge. It doesn't. Oh, absolutely. I think people need to run without collecting donations. Like some of the progressives say they don't take PAC money, but stop taking money from individuals. We don't have the money to give you. Stop asking for it. Adam works fucking hard for his money. He can't just keep affording to donate to politicians that aren't going to serve his purposes anyway. You they know? don't even talk to me anyway. So you know what? Nope. Right. How mm-hmm. long have we been asking Maria Cantwell to get on? Or Forever. Right. Mm-hmm. And we had one guy and that guy was kind of a shit show <laughs> to me, you know? Right. You know, and, and that's, and that's what it boils down to is, is that mm-hmm. politicians they're, they're going to throw their time in where they get paid. And, yeah. and that's, and, and for the average person out there, that's what they need to understand is they don't give a shit about you. They give a shit mm-hmm. about money. Right. Yeah. And, and until, you know, and maybe what it needs, to, maybe what needs to happen is, is that the American people just need to be fucking tired of parties altogether. No, yes. no Republicans, no, no Democrats, no independents, okay. no libertarians. It's like individually, here's my response to all of these mm-hmm. main topics. This is what I support. If, if you, if I align with what you're looking for, then vote for me. And I don't That's have right. a fucking letter next to my name. That's what I, that's what I consider an independent to be, but maybe non-affiliated is a better term, you know? Well, you know, and that's just, it is, it's like, you know, I get why people say independent. I get why people say libertarian. I get why people say green. I mm-hmm. get it. But at the same time too, the sole reason people vote for one of two people is because they have the little letter D or the letter R next to their name. And they don't give a shit about what that person yeah. may or may not actually support or what they have actually done. You know, right. I think it's, I think it's Debbie that keeps telling me, you know, what have you done? That's right. Not tried to do, but accomplished. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, Nancy Pelosi tried getting us voter rights, but she knew Mitch McConnell was not going to allow it. So trying when you know you're not going to succeed, nah, that's how people, lazy people do work. 
And we've all worked with those people. Oh, I tried getting my work done, but it was impossible. But now you do my work because, well, you already you do did it. yours. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Or this is the way it's always been done is the one right. thing I keep hearing. Right. Yeah. And that's what I always think. When I think about these people, I think they're just at work like, like I was at work. And it's just other people at work. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? When I think of Mitch McConnell, I think about me doing all my work, giving it to my boss to show him that I worked and him doing nothing with it and not Mm -hmm. acknowledging it and going, well, you didn't do anything today. That's how I see that. And I see Mm -hmm. it the same way with the Democrats going, look at all the work I did that can't get processed because I knew it couldn't. (laughs) I mean, let's think about it. Adam, what would you do if you had someone on your crew who said, look at everything that I tried to do, but they didn't get the job done. Right. Well, let's give you those walking papers now. (laughs) Bye. Politicians, politicians should be no different. It's like at some point, you know, the I tried to is not fucking good enough. Like, because I can tell you what you did. You collected a lot of fucking donation money, lived yourself a very nice and extravagant lifestyle based off of that quote unquote campaign road that you were living Mm -hmm. on. And you didn't actually get a fucking thing done. It's like, we still got people out on the fucking streets that are hungry saying they've only ate once a day. Once. I mean, come on. I mean, that's just ridiculous. I think that people need to step up, you know, honestly, just step Mm. up, pay attention to what's going on around you. Change something, man. I mean, right. That's what I said. Donald Trump is exposed is that whole process. He realized he could just Mm -hmm. get money from people to live his life. Like my friend said, you know, he used to just make money putting his name on buildings. And I said, yeah, now he puts it on politicians. There's no difference to what he's doing. Yeah, there is no difference. It's absolutely true. It's still a scam and a grift. And you might say Joe Joe Biden is incompetent. I say he's not dangerous. Uh, and that's that's basically what i that's basically what i've told you know people that i've talked to it's like i didn't like trump because the biggest red flag was is that he was going to do everything he could to stay in power and that's exactly what he's done he might not be president of the united states but he is head of the the gop period and story and as long as people keep donating to the gop donald trump keeps getting money and 25 percent of every donation yep Joe Biden, look, that dude, I don't have any question that when he gets voted out of office, he's going to leave. Or if he happens to get two terms, that he's mm. going to leave. There's no question about that. But if you had to ask me what ha- what has he done so far for the American people, the answer is jack shit. Jack shit. Me because- personally? Jack shit. Because the party is not doing anything that they've said that they were going to do. Right. People are still being separated on the border. Absolutely. That's still happening. That's That's still happening. That's still an issue. Hasn't gone away. Hasn't been fixed. Hasn't been resolved. The only thing that they did was they, they, instead of calling it kids in cages, they called it children in overflow facilities. Mm -hmm. It's the same fucking thing. You know, as they said, gush it up, gush it up however you want, Trebek. <laughs> right. And they're, they're still kicking people out based on the pandemic initiatives that were created under Trump, right? It's Section 42 or whatever, you have to leave. Like, even people that were vaccinated are being kicked out by a policy that says COVID means we can kick you out. <laughs> ridiculous. That's absolutely ridiculous. And they're sending ridiculous. them back to Haiti. To, to Haiti. These people, they they left Haiti because of the the conditions they went to venezuela joe biden came into power they said oh cool we can go to america came here and america's like no go back to ha- haiti well why can't i go back to venezuela <laughs> you know it's safer for me <laughs> you know like why are you sending me to haiti like <laughs> right <laughs> like don't send anybody back to haiti and mexico's like hey haitians just just come here and they're like no way <laughs> yeah no <laughs> we want america mm-hmm. right that's a shame. I think America and Mexico have a real chance to work together to become a more cohesive America. You know what I mean? I just really do. I mean, they're the political. Oh, Canada, Canada, different. the U.S. and Mexico have a, a great opportunity to work mm-hmm. together to do really great things, especially you know in the face of countering what what the next level threats are across the world. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's. 
we have this opportunity for all of us to have a much better, much friendlier, much more cohesive life together. Hmm. But like everything else, politicians and politics have done everything that they can to and successfully divide us to keep us from being able to do anything together. They put us in these pair of glasses, this political pair of glasses, and said, see everything through that. Mm-hmm. That just yeah, makes yeah. zero sense to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just, yeah, I politics just doesn't matter when you're having a beer next to the campfire with your buddy, right? Well, okay. kind of. <laughs> okay. It just depends. It I mean, it really shouldn't. It really absolutely shouldn't. There should be just no, no, no talk of that shit. Just like, let's be, just be humans. You know, and I think the politicians have just lost sight of being human. You know, how can we make more money? How can we more power, more, more money, more power, more money, more power. And that's it. That's, that's just the whole political thing. And that's why kind of, I've always steered away from it because none of it's interested me because all I see is suffering. I'm on the suffering end of the politics. I don't see the benefit. And even if I was on the benefit side of it, I think there would be something big for me to stand up and say hey we got some has to change and and i'd use that benefit to make that change but then not all people are like that right so right somebody's you know screaming hey this isn't going to benefit me this isn't i don't see no no benefits from it also they get something like "Ooh, i see now i'm going to be on that side you know what i mean so they forget where they came from right you know there's a real issue with the media having people say, well, this is what regular people want. This is what average people want. This is what, fuck you. I'm not a regular person. (laughs) I'm not a general person. I'm I'm not not the masses. I'm not a population. I'm Jason. And if you listen to my podcast with Jeffrey or Adam has a beard, you're going to find out what people really think. And that's the problem is everybody says Democrats are a bunch of elites that talk to elites about average people instead of talking to average people. And even when we tell them that they don't know how to not do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Republicans, they just straight out talk to regular people, but they bullshit them so bad. <laughs> you know? Like oh. right. they could, they could change the world with the messaging that they have, the ability to message that they have. They just choose to bullshit us and Democrats. They want to help us, but they don't know how, because they don't talk to us, (laughs) you know, (laughs) they do a great job courting our votes and our money. And then they're like, Oh, Hey, look at the time. I've uh, got a thing that I've got to do. That's not anywhere near you, but they're always like, we want to help your children. Here's a tax credit. Oh, by the way, you're going to get screwed at the end of every year. Now, (laughs) if you've given me the choice, just, I don't want the tax credit. Give me free college. (laughs) 100% free college, free healthcare, something. But they don't know because they don't talk to us, you know, and that's what this show is about. And this is why I appreciate you and your show, Adam. Thank you. Thank you. This is the parent Mm -hmm. company to me. I always say it to everybody, man. It's like, you know, public access America is, is, is my parent company. You know, like NBC news has, has those guys, uh, those guys, uh, what are they called? The donut hiders. I don't know. The donut hiders. I like like that. Right. (laughs) But I got a parent company who actually like listens and like, you know, they, they make a difference and people are listening, people are listening and, you know, some scissoring and some weird, but it's, you know, it's an insertion insertion process. (laughs) (laughs) Like aggressive masturbation, right? Right. Aggressive masturbation. That's full circle. Thank you for being here, everybody. Full circle jerk. Thank you. Thanks. Good to see you guys. Full circle jerk. I love that. (laughs) You know what you say on my show, man? I I love you guys. I man, everybody love everybody. Be good, you know? To those who would tear the world down, we will defeat you. This is our moment. This is our time. To those who seek peace and security, we support you. Yes, we can. And to all those who have wondered if America's beacon still burns as bright, tonight we prove once more that the true strength of our nation comes not from the might of our arms or the scale of our wealth, but from the enduring power of our ideals, democracy, liberty, opportunity, and unyielding hope. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbow. Nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, they will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is gonna hit as hard as life. Ask not, yes, we can, what your country can do for you. I have a dream.
ask what you can do for your country. My poor little children. Yes, we can. One day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. In this lifetime, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Welcome, welcome to Public Access America. Yes, we can. Sunday live streams on YouTube. I wanted to run out of that tunnel for my dad. On Twitter. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio Public, and Spotify. Yes, we can. Public Access America. History in the making. Making history in the making. They didn't make Will Ferrell like the goofball loser that he actually contributed with talent, you know. That yeah. that's why I like that movie because everybody is worthy of love in that. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I'll miss you, Coffee Black. <laughs> Coffee Black. <laughs> <laughs> he went on to be a real pro. <laughs> yeah, that's what bugged me at the end. They were like, "Hey, we want you and your alley oop in the league," and I was like, "That's not his alley oop. That's Jackie's alley oop." You know. Hmm. Hmm. They didn't they yep. just look past that. Mm-hmm. Everybody love everybody. Because I love you. I love you too, guys. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.